0: It's showtime, showtime Welcome, Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor
1: Cigar Noise Weekly Cigar Noise
2: Weekly Cigar
0: Noise Weekly Cigar Noise Weekly Cigar Noise Weekly
2: Cigar Noise
0: Weekly Welcome to the Salt of Smoke Cigar Cast, Drew, Mo Yo Moo cow rich I'm
1: Bringing some more bull What's up guys? Going on, I'm excited. (laughs) Why is that? Why is that, (laughs) Cal? Because Drew has a topic.
0: No, I don't don't know. know. It's it's just bullshit, which is what our podcast
1: is all about. (laughs) So all of our topics, it might be,
0: it might be good.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean, it probably won't be, but there's a slim chance it could be.
1: That's the perfect topic.
0: So I'm not a doctor. But (laughs) that's that's a good start. (laughs) So the last two Thursdays, roughly like after lunch, but um, more like. Three thirty four o'clock, I start feeling shitty. And uh, so two weeks ago, um, I'm headed home. I change. I'm like, "Eh, I'm all right. I'm just feeling like achy, weird, just like Uh and and a lot of times it's my my shoulder Right. Which I kind of blow off anyways because of surgery. It does weird things now. Um, so I head to the gym. I get in a little workout. I kind of start feeling cruddier. I head to um, my in law's house because we were doing uh, my uh, father in law's birthday. So we're eating dinner and I feel worse and worse. And I was like, I think I'm running a fever. Like I can oh, feel nice. it. So I go home. And I'm, I'm running like a 99 fever, like, damn, what the hell? So I go to bed. I wake up at midnight and it's a hundred and something temp fever. Take some meds, go back to sleep. I wake up the next morning, get ready for work. It's fucking normal again. And I feel fine. I feel like drained, but I feel fine. So I'm, I'm great for the, for the next week. And then last Thursday, it happens again. <laughs> a little earlier in the day, like right after lunch, I start getting like tired, achy again. I'm a, I had taken gym clothes and I was headed to the gym. I was like, fuck, I'm going to go home. I think I'm, this is the same shit happening again. So I get home, take my temp. Sure enough, 99. <laughs> I take some meds, fall asleep, fucking wake up the next morning and I'm back to normal again.
1: Are you trapped in like a groundhog week?
0: Dude. I think it's because okay. I'm 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 sick of the week, I'm like allergic to Fridays. So <laughs> which is the oddest thing. You would think it'd be like Mondays.
2: I I I mean I'm not a doctor, but I, I don't think that's it.
0: No, you don't you don't you don't think that's it? But but you're not a doctor as well, so it could be it.
1: Hold up, though. I'm, I'm, not I'm saying, also I'm not, not a, saying it isn't. Right. I'm also not a doctor. But there was a common thread in both of these days that you mentioned. What was that? You went to the you went to the gym.
0: No, the second time I did not.
1: Well, you wanted to go to the gym. Yeah, I took close your body's to. telling you that you should stop going to the gym. But
0: I went to the gym the other three, four days of the week. So, and actually, really last weird. week I didn't go Thursday because I felt shitty. I actually went on Friday.
2: Do you guys have uh, something that you do at work on Thursdays? Like, is there a place? No, that's um,
0: that's what we've thought yeah. about. And Aside from
1: the the midday beer drinking contest.
0: Well, yeah. that's normal though. Right. It it would have just happened in the last two weeks. I'm I'm kind of, I kind of want it to happen again <laughs> this week. <laughs> I mean, part of me does.
2: Sure. You want to be able to get to the bottom of it.
0: Well, I just want it to be, I don't know. I just want it to happen again.
2: (laughs) I wonder if it's environmental. Yeah. Like I said, like there's, you're, you're doing something on Thursdays.
1: Yeah. You're like eating spicy food or something and your body's old now.
0: I literally eat the exact same thing every day. (laughs) Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Breakfast burrito for, uh, for breakfast. Um, coffee yeah i know mm-hmm. Ooh. and then i do um steak with broccoli for lunch
2: no uh no taquitos to get your morning off from qt
0: no nah, i don't stop at qt oh. there's come. a come and go close to my house <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's with a k k-u-m yeah. and go right Kyle's got
2: that tattooed above his uh, <laughs> waist <laughs> on the small of his back, lower
0: back,
1: little mm-hmm. tramp stamp action. <laughs> uh, god, uh, yikes! So, it's like, a, it's like a bank, week. you can make a deposit, but you don't want the withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god! So next week, we'll find out if it happens again. Yeah, I hope it does for the podcast.
2: Yeah, to be honest, I
0: hope it doesn't
1: for your sake. <laughs> is it like super uncomfortable or is it just like weird?
0: Um, no, you know, uh, you've ever gotten like that, that feeling that you're getting sick? Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, you're starting to get a cold. You just feel achy and a fever. That's the only two symptoms I have. I don't throw up. Mm-hmm. I don't shit my brains out. Nothing. I mean, I eat perfectly fine. I don't lose my appetite. My body's like achy, like I'm getting sick and I have a fever. I freaking take some Tylenol. I go to bed early that night, which is amazing. (laughs) And I wake up the next day and my fever's gone and I, I feel like worn out. But other than that, it's great. I'm fine. That doesn't sound so bad. (laughs) I, I mean, I wish it would stop.
2: I mean it's not allergies. Because I'm sick. I don't think. I'm
0: sick every Thursday evening. <laughs> hmm. But it is interesting.
2: I wonder if you're allergic to something.
0: I could be in my older age. Could be. I used to not be. Could I have be been not. I have been tested previously. It was years ago now, but so mm-hmm. obviously things changed. But yeah. Yeah. I was not allergic. To anything, Not my uh, my ex wife, for anybody that doesn't really know that, um, <laughs> was pissed because <laughs> I went and got the, I'd been sick for like a month and a half. It turns out I ended up having the flu and flu, and, um, uh, something else, bronchitis at the same time, but it went on for like two months. So the doc, I kept going to the doctor, they didn't know what it was, I kept going to the doctor. So finally they're like, oh, we think you have allergies. And I was like, I've never had allergies in my entire life. There's no way. So I go get tested. They do all these little pricks in your arm and shit and forearms Mm -hmm. and shoulder. Anyways, I'm allergic to nothing. So I go home. (laughs) My ex-wife was so pissed that I was allergic to nothing. So we had spent money (laughs) for me to be allergic to nothing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Very humorous now. For me, it was then too, actually, <laughs> uh, but more so now.
2: Yeah,
1: Cal, you're smoking something. Uh, I am smoking something new. Um, I don't, I don't buy a lot of uh, a lot of cigars in quantity that I haven't smoked, but sometimes yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm smoking a Lampert 1675. Um, no yeah, one. I'm smoking a Lampert 1675. I don't know anything about the Lampert Cigar Company really at all, uh, except that this particular cigar was blended by Indiana Ortez and made at Agro Tobacco's, which is the factory the Ortez family owns. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Nice. So that's good. There's, there's some number of people out there that when they make a cigar, I'm just going to buy a box. Right. And that's going to be my starting bid is a box. <laughs> um, it's a pretty small number, but Indiana Ortez is on that list. Moe's on that list. You know, I'm buying Danny stuff. Um, who else is on that list? Not a very long list of people.
2: So, so my understanding is Lamper teamed up with, well, Castagli distributes them, right? The yeah.
1: I found that out after yeah. I bought it and I was like, damn yeah, okay. it. I gave, I gave Vlad money.
2: Yeah, I think they uh I think they're made in Costa the rest of their line is made in Costa Rica, if I'm not mistaken, cuz so yeah, I wonder if that's the same factory.
0: I don't know. Um, would you say the cigar is tasty?
1: <laughs> I would. I would say it's tasty. I'd nice. say it's an enjoyable cigar. There's two rabbits coming toward me right now, so they must enjoy it too. Nice. Um but no, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. It's got a good citrus to it, which is pretty cool. Uh some good earthiness. I don't know, just just an enjoyable cigar so far. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite halfway through my first one though, so I can't. You know, it could turn. Who knows? Well, no, let's this, hope not. Yeah, it's the robusto size. So, so this was um, before she joined Mombacho, obviously. Yeah, they worked on it before then. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but so like now they're wonder... they're advertising
1: it with her name all over it. Right, and I wonder
2: how that's going to change if it changes. If she's going to be allowed to do projects with, you know, her family factory. We'll hmm. see. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah.
1: No. It's yeah, it's, it's interesting. One of the things I keep reading, every time there's a description of something that she's blended, they say she's a, a rising star in the cigar industry. So the thing I wonder about is how long is somebody a rising star before they're just a star? Uh maybe well who knows? And it's a general question. I'm not asking about one person specifically. sure
2: yeah, I think you're a rising star until you either establish yourself as a star or you're no longer rising
1: <laughs> you've, you've hit the plateau
0: <laughs> right
1: yeah, does it like until you hit sort of a peak
0: plateau plateaued, yeah, plateaued
1: mean, star yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, don't know. I just thought that was interesting because I was like, she's done enough stuff at this point that at some point you're going to have to stop saying Rising Star, right? You're going to have to be like, this person just makes good cigars. Right. But I don't know when that happens. I, yeah, I don't know. After for five cigars, ten cigars, I don't know. So well, no I just either. thought that was fascinating. Yeah. It actually leads into a, a topic that I was chatting with, with our buddy Rambler guy, KY, about. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was wondering, uh, so if your shop, like your local shop, doesn't carry a particular cigar, mm-hmm. how do you get your singles of it? Or how do you try one? Or do you just go for the five pack? How do you try a cigar your shop doesn't have? How does that work for you guys? Um, I mean, you could order singles online. Yeah, do you? No. Or did you, before, you know, before you had your own? <laughs> no. Yeah, nobody does. So how do you do it? No.
2: <laughs> you get yourself to do it. I mean, if you're not willing to commit to a fiver or whatever, then, then that's just what you got to do. Right. I mean, if you're going to look, we always talk about it. How many, if you're going to try something new, at least give it a couple shots anyway. So do we get a fiver? I always give a cigar three chances. So Worst case scenario, I have two left, and if I don't like it, then I give them to one of my buddies or share it with someone or keep it in my humidor for when people come over.
1: <laughs> you inflict
2: it <laughs> upon somebody. They, they, well, they might like it. Well, look, dude, we're not. None of us are going to smoke garbage. It's just, it just might be something that doesn't fit our palate, but it's not going to be a bad cigar.
1: You know. I hope not. Sometimes you buy a five pack of something where you think it's going to be good, though, and it is just garbage. Uh <laughs> right, but
2: not for, not necessarily from a quality perspective, right? It may not the flavor profile might be bad to you, but the cigar might not be a bad cigar. Like you could see maybe somebody else liking it. Like if you buy a brand that you normally love their stuff, they come out with something you don't necessarily like it. You still know it's a good cigar.
1: Yeah, most of the yeah. time I think that's most true. Of the time.
2: Not always. There's always
1: exceptions. Then you're stuck with a box of the damn things that don't draw right. Not that that's ever happened. Cuban? <laughs> no, I had, I had that happen with the brand. I enjoyed <laughs> that. I it stopped me from getting on the box every time train with those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we know that story. No, that's okay. That's pretty much the story. Hmm. drew Drew, what about you
0: um what about me
1: let's say let's say somebody says you got to try this cigar you never had it you think okay i should try it your shop doesn't have it how do you get how many do you get and how do you get them
0: i go hey cow Hmm. Send me, send me one of those out of the box you bought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I unless so if it was just something I was kind of interested in and kind of wanted to try. Um, and I couldn't get one or two. They need to do like a a three pack. Um, instead of a five. Um, but uh I just I wouldn't get it.
1: You just wouldn't bother,
0: yeah
2: well more so what boggles my mind are the sites that only give you two options: single or box. So I guess you could pick multiple singles,
0: but yeah, I don't know yeah, I just I, I just that... wouldn't get it and and then that, that's happened a few times. Where it's like, eh, I kind of want this cigar. And it's like, well, fuck it. I don't, I don't want five of them or a Can box. Do you think right? of an
1: example? Like, what's an example that hits that, that level for you? Uh, Not to say it's a bad cigar. You never had the damn thing. So we're scary Right.
0: Everything from Viaje.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like their stuff. Some of it. Um, I either really like it or really don't like it.
1: Yeah. It's like 50-50.
0: Yes, and I'm not, I don't, if I can't get like two or three, I'm not buying five. Because if it's down the path that I really don't like it, mm-hmm. I got four more cigars. Than I'm... <laughs> yeah. So there's been a couple times recently that they've had some new stuff come out, and it's like, uh, I kind of want to try it, but not bad enough to buy five. So I don't. All right. If I like it well enough, I'm like cow where I'll just, I'm going to go for the whole box or I'm just going to wait till I can find it locally or traveling, mm-hmm. finding it. No. Bumming off of Danny or cow.
2: <laughs> no, Danny only gets stuff. He doesn't give stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, he's That's a giver. He just doesn't want yeah. people to know. Yeah. <laughs> yes
2: uh, yeah i don't know mean, i recently when i traveled to arizona there was a cigar that was getting rave reviews by a bunch of people so i wanted to try it and i did and um i mean it just burned my palate i mean completely um was very shocked didn't enjoy it but i'm not going to write it off because that could just be that vitola that could just be it could be a lot of things, so it's got two more chances. If I, ever, if you know, I get my hands on it again. So,
1: man, it's hard to give that second chance sometimes. Though you, know, you got a humidor mm-hmm. full of stuff, and you're like, do I really want the one that sucked last
2: time? Mm-hmm. I'll give you. I mean, I, you know, I'll name this cigar because it got a lot better. Um, the My Father, twenty eighteen, the uh, Don Pepin anniversary. I loved the 2013 so much that I loaded up two boxes when the, when they brought it back out in 2018. That's not a cheap purchase. No, no. But I mean, I was just like these things, you know, if it's anything like the old one, you know, this is going to be awesome. And it and was not. something I want to keep, you know, and they were beyond bad. <laughs> um, and, I smoked another one about three weeks ago. I know, about a month month ago, maybe five weeks, something like that. And they had gotten way better. So
0: I was very happy with that, considering. <laughs> do, you, do you still have all the boxes? Or how many you have? What is that? How many you have left?
2: Uh, I mean, half a box of two. I got two different sizes, Toro Robusto. Gotcha. So I got a half a box of Robusto left, and I think three quarters a box of Toro. Better, better
0: smoke them while they're good.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the 2013 aged really well too. So, but that cigar was great when it was new. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. it wasn't a bad purchase. It was an investment. Uh, yes, I I became a bag holder for about three
1: years.
0: <laughs> they just needed a. Uh... Need a little nap. <laughs>
1: Get through that sick period. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little rest. Hang out on a little cigar hammock.
0: Everything's A-OK now.
1: Yeah.
0: ooh mm-hmm. little, little nappy nap for them <laughs> <laughs> what's
1: What's the, the last, what are the most recent cigars that you guys have bought?
0: Danny's uh, and more of Moe's. Actually, uh, about two boxes of Moe's recently. <laughs> no, three. Shit, three boxes <laughs> of Moe's <laughs> in the last month. Appreciate that, dude. People are smoking the shit out of them over here. That's good. Every everybody I give one to is like, okay, I need more of those. <laughs>
2: I was smoking, um, you know. I, look, I'm going to be real with you guys. I I don't even remember the last time I bought cigars, uh, except for my trip. I bought two um, the uh, Copa Special, the Lonsdale. I don't even know what he's calling that size, but you guys know what I'm talking about?
1: I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. It no. just came
2: out not long ago. Um, that was a very good cigar. That was excellent. Uh, I was very happy with that. And then the other one, I don't want to name because it wasn't good, but Fair I was enough. given, uh, I was given, um, uh, a pledge by E.P. Carillo, which I told you guys about. And that nice. was a really, yeah. really good cigar. And I'm trying to think if there's anything I, I, you know, I smoked a, uh, Casa Cuevas, Connecticut. That was a good cigar. That's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, that's about it. Not bad. Yeah, I suppose there's not much of a reason to buy cigars when you have a bunch of cigars and you have your own cigars.
2: Yeah, so I've been trying to make it more of a concerted effort recently to smoke other stuff because I don't like, man, I just don't want my palate getting one-dimensional, you know? Mhm. So I've been Once I start going to the cigar shop again I'll start buying cigars again Which
1: will be soon Let's call it market research, the tax write off, right? Yeah, I should actually That's a good idea
2: But <laughs> Yeah, I mean there's, I, I still want to try that Tatuaje Escacios. I heard those are how, really good
1: How much do those run? I'm not sure
2: I'm not sure. I think those are Miami made though, right? So they're probably a little bit more expensive.
1: Probably worth it. I heard they're really good. Very nice.
0: Very nice.
2: What about you, Kyle? You got the Lampert
1: stuff and then Danny stuff? Yeah, I got uh, got the Lampert stuff. I got a Box of the robusto and a five pack of the, I don't know, it's it's a petit corona or something. Mm-hmm. And then got a couple boxes of Danny stuff recently. What else have I bought?
2: I don't know. You bought a patina box to give away at the finance thing. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's not it's
1: not quite the same thing.
2: Gentlemen gentlemanly move.
1: Yeah, um, but uh, oh, I just bought a bunch of uh, Fuente stuff Ooh. Saturday. I got a few of the rare pinks, got a couple of the Angel Shares, got some, a few Opus, got uh, some of the Opus Oscuro, or whatever it's called, Oscuro, Oro, I don't know, the yellow ones. Have you any of, of them? Did I smoke any of those? Not yet.
0: Nothing yet. No, those
1: got know. Those got to sit.
0: Got to rest about three yeah. years.
1: <laughs> some of them do. I'm going to try that rare pink, though, soon. <laughs> thanks guys But bet you are <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's always it's interesting because you know there's so much limited Fuente stuff floating out there like you can have limited Fuente stuff for days oh yeah um, mm-hmm. but every time they come out with something new and rare I'm like I gotta try it All right they do a good job
0: I like to say the same thing but I don't have the money for it
1: I mean, I only got two of each size for each of those cigars. The Shop didn't get that many in. You don't want to be that guy that goes into the shop and buys like everything they can of the rare cigar, and nobody has any left. That just feels oh kind no. Of I just
0: want again the my three roll.
1: <laughs> yeah. that was good yeah so I'm, I'm stocked up for way too damn long
2: I'm trying to think if there's anything that's like caught my eye that i really want to try and there really isn't i mean like right now if i were to go to the cigar shop it was probably it'd probably be between like two things that i'd buy and one team? of them, there. In one of them, I can't buy a box of. They're just too expensive.
1: <laughs> so, Attabay, uh, Byron.
2: Byron. Uh, I, I love Attabay, but I I think I'm more of a Byron guy. Yeah. I think, um, as much as I like Attabay, I just I, I, Byron. I think it's a little bit more, dy- like a little bit more utilitarian, if you will. Like if I'm in the mood for something a little heavier, but not too heavy. And maybe not something as light. Like, if I'm in the mood for a light cigar, obviously an Atapay is great. But... And then the yeah. other thing I would probably buy would be, like, a Cohono 2012,
1: and I have a box of those, so... so. You don't go out and buy Patina? Raise up your sales numbers? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the worst business choice ever? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be bad. Speaking
2: of the the new sizes of Maduro are probably like three weeks out from being here. So, what are the new sizes? Uh, four by 50, 6 by fifty-two,
0: six by forty-six.
2: Nice. Yeah, that Corona's pretty special. That's going to be. Unfortunately, that size doesn't really sell in stores, but I, I think the cigar nerds will like it.
1: So that rounds out your Maduro offering, right? Mm -hmm. To be similar to the Connecticut Mm -hmm. and Habano? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Just in time for winter with that precipitation, right? Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) Well, hey, like in Arizona right now, it's going to
2: be unbearably (laughs) hot. So it kind of works, actually, for – because I've had a couple people – like message me and be like, man, this thing is perfect for the summer because it just gets so hot down here. You know, if they're in Florida or Texas or Arizona. So it kind of has dual purpose depending on where you are.
1: I dig it because I can do two cigars in a night then. Because I don't have a ton of time to smoke. Right? But two small cigars, I can smoke in a night.
2: Yep. Yeah, I always liked the uh... I just, yeah, I mean, sometimes then you're just in the mood to smoke something, but you don't want to sit, especially if, like, you're not going to the cigar shop, you're just by yourself. Oh, it's nice to have something quick. Yeah. But, I don't know. I wish there was something we can get, like, passionate about talking. I mean, outside of these ridiculous messages I'm getting with hot dogs with ketchup on them,
1: Oh, that sounds great, talk That's about good, that
2: Good stuff right there I don't like that. There's really nothing to talk about I just, I feel bad It's Borderline tragic
0: Really What are you gonna do? It looked pretty delicious Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's no better way To fuck up a perfect grill job Than to put some ketchup on it <laughs>
0: I I do have to agree with that on anything.
2: (laughs) Wait, you don't put ketchup on, like, a burger?
0: Mm, No, I don't do that either.
2: Off the grill? Hell no. What? If I'm just making it, like, you know, whatever, yeah. But not, no, off the grill, no, man. You got to, that just takes away too much. What do you put on it? Maybe a little mustard.
0: Yeah, mustard. Cheese. That's
2: about it. Cheese. I want to enjoy that. That grilled flavor.
0: If I go a little gourmet, I'll get some uh, little lettuce. <laughs> little lettuce. <laughs> little, uh, a few pickles. And uh, some red onion.
1: Ooh. Yep. This classy motherfucker. Dude, yeah, really. Red onions. Red onions. Got the fancy onions.
0: I could about to eat that like a fucking apple. I love them. I wouldn't well, do that. Good
2: luck with that. Let's but know I could. How that goes. Um, They're definitely fucking
1: you
0: up on Thursdays. (laughs) I haven't done it yet. Just said I could.
1: Oh, here's what you do on this coming Thursday: Eat. (laughs) eat a whole red onion and see if it happens. I bet it staves it off. Ooh. We wouldn't know either way. It's prevention.
0: Hmm. We might try it. I have to try it.
1: Drew, what? did you post a sign?
0: I did post one. I did. Just one. One. I uh I think I've got one for tomorrow. I can't, I look, I can't do too many. I got to I got to pace myself. One a year? I get burnt out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get burnout. out.
1: You burned
0: out, I'm thinking one a week, maybe one every two weeks.
2: that's fair, but it's been like one every
1: four months
0: six months, yeah, well, I did one last
1: week after six months,
0: <laughs> right, okay, well, we can wait six months again <laughs>
1: <laughs> why well, well, fuck up a good thing, yeah. All right, I got a topic that's going to get Mo going, I think, maybe.
0: Uh-oh.
1: All right, so a lot of people have made and a lot of people have lost a shit ton of money on cryptocurrency mm-hmm. in the last several months. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about crypto?
2: Um. Look, it's a value and effort. When it first came out, like when Bitcoin first came out, I remember my buddy and I, this is when I was in Tulsa. We were looking at buying something that was like 13 bucks. <laughs> uh, it was a hedge. I mean, at that time, you still had kind of the effects of the global financial crisis. So you were kind of looking for safe havens versus like the U.S. dollar because we weren't sure what was going to happen. So it was kind of like a, a digital gold, if you will. That's kind of how we looked at it. God, if we would have done that, I'd would not be talking to you guys. No offense. Um, <laughs> I'd be on a secured private place away from humanity. But, um,
1: no, man, you would have sold way before it hit the price. It's at.
2: Yeah. No, because no, no. Anybody yeah, I would have would sold have.
1: when it hit a hundred. Yeah. Right. You'd be um, like, Oh sweet. I made a shit ton of money. And now it's at like 50,000. And you're like, fuck. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's how it works. It's not
1: going to be too early. Right.
2: Um, but so, yeah, man, we were looking at it way back then, and, and, and it started out as a really like cool thing. I mean, it really had a pretty cool premise, um, a, an alternative to fiat currency, which literally any time fiat currency has been used, the system collapses after a certain point, um, which is not good. So you, you kind of saw some potential. And then it just got bastardized, right? Um, you know, people started seeing it as just a speculative tool. And so now you have, like, people just making shit up. I mean, Dave Portnoy is coming out with his own crypto now. Um, do I still, do I think crypto's dead? No. Do I think you're going to see a lot of attrition? Hell yeah. I mean, you know, this Dogecoin and all that, that shit's going to go away. So, um, but yeah, a lot of people are. Are losing their asses right now because they bought at the fucking top, <laughs> just like people that bought GameStop at 400. And it's the same thing I always tell people: you missed the trade, just missed the trade. Stop fucking chasing. You know, you missed the trend, you just sit it
1: out. That's it.
0: Get into the next one.
1: Mm-hmm. You could have said that about Bitcoin many, many times by now, though, right? Sure. I remember when I got to a thousand, and I was like, "Oh man, I, I'm glad I didn't." I don't I don't want to buy that now. That's never going to go up. Mhm. Yeah. 50 times that now.
2: Right? And so man what, what a lot of people don't understand is we are in just these like massive asset bubbles across the board, whether it's the stock market, crypto, lumber, corn, soybeans, housing, housing, you know, everything. Um uh, we just have a lot of cheap money uh chasing few opportunities. And so Um, you know, if you look at housing, you have an artificial shortage, right? Because it's not that there's a lack of houses. It's just, you can't evict anybody. So if they lift these moratoriums or whatever, um, you're going to see a lot more stuff come on the market and that's just going to destroy housing values, rents, everything. I mean going to have, that's going to rock, man. I mean, so, I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting seeing how things play out as we reopen the economy and, and try to get back to normal and lift some of these COVID measures that are in place. And, and also the unemployment boost, that's going to have an impact when that goes away.
1: So. If you've ever wanted your own business, it might be time to look. Hmm. <laughs> Right, I mean, storefronts and all that stuff—they're—they're they're out there now. They're open in some places, depending on where sure. you are. Yeah, business yeah. will start coming back.
0: Sure. Do it.
2: I don't think we're—I don't think we're done seeing layoffs. I think you're still going to have layoffs. You know, there's going to be a lot of companies that are using like furloughs and stuff like that, and you know. Uh, I could speak because I know some people that are in management positions that their furloughed employees were furloughed, hoping they wouldn't come back. <laughs> you know that they would go find other jobs and just go, <laughs> rather than you know. So. Yep. Yep. Um, it's gonna be interesting, man. It, it's gonna be really fucking interesting. So.
1: But, Drew, Drew, have you gotten into crypto at all?
0: I have not. Yeah, that's it. I have not. <laughs> no interest. <laughs> um Sure, I would love to make some money by putting money <laughs> in. <laughs> but I like Mo said, I was late to the game. <laughs> no. So I just did not. Yeah. I heard on the radio the other day somebody uh he had put in I don't know what how much money something he put in some money and now it was worth I don't know ten fifteen twenty thousand dollars something like that but he had moved out of the house and I guess you you have to know like they won't reset your password and stuff and he had put his password like behind a mirror in the house that he had moved out of. Ooh. Oh no! Well, after he found out how much it was like worth, I mean, he put in I don't know three hundred bucks, and it was worth thousands. And so Ooh. he was contacting his old realtor to see if they could get into the house, or <laughs> you know, to get the behind the mirror to find his password to be able to get into the account. And I never heard what actually happened, but yeah, it'd been going yeah. on for a while that that he's like, "Holy shit, it's worth a ton of money. I'd like to to take that now." <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, there's some guy that lost his, his, uh, what do they call it, his key or whatever to get into his Bitcoin. It's worth millions.
1: I was just looking that guy up. I heard that same story. Uh, so that guy bought at $2 per Bitcoin and lost his password. Mm-hmm. Uh, when The story came out when they were $35,000 each, uh, mm-hmm. which is less than that now. That was $225 million, if you could remember his password. That's insane. I mean, how do you live with yourself?
2: Wow! Honestly, he get mentally. ten
1: chances to enter your password. He's tried eight. No way. Yeah. Uh, and this was years ago, right? Wow. At the point where you run out, you you just lose the whole money, all the money. It's all gone. Where's it go? Yeah. The blockchain, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't doesn't exist for you anymore. I don't know.
2: Hmm. Yeah, but all of this shit that you're seeing now. This is all going to go away. These people are going to get fucking crushed.
1: Some of them are. Some of them made their fortunes already. Yeah. If they're smart. Yeah. I mean, you make the money by somebody else getting fucked most of the time. Yeah. Have you done any crypto, Kyle? Nope. Same thing. I just keep looking at it and thinking, well, I sure missed that one. So yeah. <laughs> seems dumb to get in on it now, but someday I'll get in on it. Get Dave West, thing. I got to ask Dave West about it. He was telling me, you know, you got to buy Ethereum like years ago.
2: Yes, that's going to be, that actually may end up having the most real world use of any of them. And if I were to bet long term, I would wait for a solid pullback correction on Ethereum and get in. That'd probably be the one.
1: Yeah, he's right. I mean, if he bought, then he's all right. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he did or not. I got to find out. He's what? back in the in the states, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were supposed to
2: ask him if he wanted the podcast.
0: I messaged him. Haven't heard anything back yet. Uh, what is this? <clears throat> what is this? Ethereum.
2: Urethium. Urethorum. Urethra. Ethereum <laughs> 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 is another crypto. Oh. Why is it different though? Um. Oh, man. It, it's, it's starting to get like actual real-world usage, like acceptance as payments and stuff like that, which Bitcoin does some places, but I think Ethereum is just positioned a little bit better. I don't know exactly why, but that's just yeah, whatever. Um, and I think it's tied to some sort of peg to the U.S. dollar, and I don't remember how like in a way where there's U.S. dollars almost like set aside for it, but so it's, I, I'm, not it's a, worthless. I'm not 100%
1: sure how to explain it. It's like, so, like the gold standard.
0: So it's worthless. Kind of,
2: <laughs> yeah, in a way.
1: What were you saying, Andrew? Um,
0: if it's tied to the dollar, it's, use, it's worthless. Well,
1: at <laughs> at this rate it will be. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, Cal! What else we got?
1: I didn't really have shit to begin with. How's be the honestly. new job? Yeah, oh, it's good. It's not really a new job. It's just a promotion.
0: Well, uh, so, I didn't know you got promoted. I just meant, how was your new job going?
1: Oh, it's good. I got promoted.
0: <laughs> awesome! Congratulations!
1: Yeah. I'm managing people again.
0: Oh shit! Never mind.
1: Yep, <laughs> I can't stay out of it.
0: You're managing people from home? Yeah. How does that work?
1: I mean, you work remotely and you manage the people from home. You have Zoom meetings and you talk to each other over whatever messenger service you're using for your company and all that stuff. Hmm. It's pretty common in software.
0: Gotcha. Hey um Big Jim is uh moving. Oh yeah, we're too. He's going to Colorado. Um, oh, okay. back to, uh, I don't know if you know, he's a pastor, but yeah. he's going back there to do some more schooling, but he works in it and he's been working remotely for years and he worked it out with his it department to be able or his, what his it job that he can still work from them. Cause he's remote anyways.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man.
0: So he's going to move. All
1: right. Yeah, the remote work, man, uh, it's... I don't know that it's going to go away in some industries. No. No. In some, it won't, but...
2: know, it's, it's gone. <laughs> you better believe they are not going to let those office spaces go empty, my friend. That will destroy the financial system. Absolutely destroy it. No way. Everybody did a 180. All the big companies. They knew... They can't do that. Just can't. Not to mention all the businesses that survive off of office workers. I mean, dude, they're shutting the, the trading floors at the Chicago Board of Trade. All those, like, little restaurants, mom-and-pop places, they're fucked.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. it's
2: There's ripple effects that people don't think about. The janitorial staff, the security staff, the, you know, whatever, all of these people that, that are employed based off of office buildings being,
1: you know, having people in them, right? Yeah, some of them, they're going to have to figure out what to do with it, right? Sell it to somebody. going <laughs> <can> to be residential. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'll solve our housing crisis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll take the cubicle.
0: The cubicle.
2: <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Like I said, man, it's, it's going to be fascinating to watch all this kind of unfold as things get back to normal with
0: quotation marks. Back to normal.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just such a weird year because... I don't know, at least in, in my world and what I'm seeing, it, which could be completely different from everybody else's world and what they're seeing, is that if you got screwed by COVID and screwed by the workforce and all that other stuff right now, you got screwed pretty hard. Um, like it's nice. tough to find new stuff, right? But for people mm-hmm. who didn't, and if you, you know, you got an office job that's remote and all that stuff, like you got a pretty sweet work deal out of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you probably made like pretty good money. Yeah. Lower costs for everything. Like, you're you're doing good. It's just another thing that widens the gap.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's fascinating, too, man, is um, people keep talking about this minimum wage and it's causing people not to go back to work or, you know, the the, boosted unemployment benefits are So people won't go back to work and all of this stuff. And and the real question is how shitty are people getting paid that they would rather get unemployment? And I think that question is starting to be answered a little bit because like Walmart is now paying people 19 bucks an hour. Amazon's hiring people. I think they just came out. They're going to hire 75,000 like warehouse people at 17 bucks an hour um, McDonald's, I believe is instituting a gradual, uh, wage increase. Um, there's a lot of different things that go into these things. It's not just as simple as what I like about this is this is the, this is not some government mandated thing. These are companies that are letting the market tell them where they need to be at to attract people. Right. And it's gonna, you know, again, it's just a different world, man and people also forget that covid does still exist. So a lot of people if if they're going to have to go work at fucking Walmart every day, they're in, you know, you're in the line of fire every day for 12 bucks an hour. You got to think of that too and these people don't have like health insurance and shit like that. Nobody thinks of that when they're sitting in their fucking ivory tower. Right? So Easy to judge. Empathy, people. It's always easy to judge.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, do you have a judge, Drew? I actually (laughs) had a question. I think I didn't want to come up with a specific thing, but I'm curious about a different tactic for Judge Drew this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Drew, since the last time we podcasted, what's the thing that you have seen that you have judged the most harshly?
0: Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I have. Well, I mean, I'm sure I have, but yeah, I was
1: gonna <laughs> say you got to be shitting me.
0: I don't. Uh, I have no idea. I don't uh, remember. I probably judged too many.
1: So, is your judging like a sort of mindfulness thing, right? Where it comes into your mind, you let mm. the judgment happen, and then you, you let the thing flow away. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: You <laughs> Leading make, judgments. Like, yeah, you should make Ooh. like a, a an online course for this and teach people about <laughs> judging with mindfulness. I bet you could make money.
2: <laughs> Start a mm. Discord. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Interesting. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'll think about it
1: for letting it go, though.
0: I'll think about it this week. I normally, uh, yeah, I normally just roll on. There's probably too many to (laughs) to mention one and two. I'll think this week. I'll, I'll try to be mindful of my my judging. I do have uh I have a funny story just because I thought of it and uh Mo Mo do you remember uh David? Yes, big bald guy. Mhm. Um so I work with him. Mhm. So last week we were having guests in on Thursday. Uh, one of our manufacturers, uh no sorry, one of our customers was coming through. Uh mm-hmm. they bought another one of our customers and merged and whatever. So on Monday of last week, Dave comes in and we do our our, our morning, uh, Monday morning meeting, weekly meeting. Mm-hmm. So I look at Dave all serious. And I was like, Dave, what the hell, man? You look like shit. Like, <laughs> do you not get sleep? Like, you must have had a terrible weekend. And he's like, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? Anyways, I kind of harass him a little bit. So Tuesday, Tuesday comes around. And I was like, oh, my God, Dave, you got to stop showing up like this. You look... <laughs> You look like complete dog shit. Like you look like you've been hit yeah. by a fucking train. Right. Like we have guests coming in, man. Don't, don't be showing up on Thursday for like this Anyways. So like Wednesday, that, that's what it is. <laughs> it was just the one week.
2: That's why you're getting fucked up on th- Thursdays. You threw some bad karma into the fucking universe,
0: <laughs> but I was sick the week before. So it was just Whoa. this past week.
1: Oh, it didn't make you empathetic now, did it? So Car- Karma came early.
0: Uh, it, made mm-hmm. me, it made me do it again this week. <laughs> <laughs> so so on Wednesday, I'm like, Dave, you better pull your shit together. We got guests, in, you know, tomorrow. So he comes in. I was like, finally. Anyways, so today I'm talking to him. I was like, Dave, what is the deal, man? These weekends are killing you. Well, he tells me that he went home and <laughs> told his wife. And Drew said, I looked like shit on Monday and Tuesday last week. (laughs) And she's like, she goes, it's Drew. You know, he's fucking with you. And he goes, I know he is, but it still bothers me. (laughs) So today we were teasing. This story came up and one of our other guys we work with, and he's like, it's Drew. You know, he's fucking with you. And he's like, I don't, I don't know if he really is. (laughs) (laughs) I think he is, but maybe there's some truth to it. <laughs> uh,
1: we it Sounds like there was some truth to it.
0: No, we like to have, oh, fuck, no. He looked the same every day, like I would have noticed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is he okay now? What do you mean? Hmm?
0: No, I'll probably mess with him tomorrow again doesn't sound good for his psyche. It's Dave.
2: Well, he's he's gentle. He's he a gentle is, giant. He
0: is a gentle giant. But it's it's a little give and take. I'll wait till later in the week and be like, "Now this this is how you need to show up so that he thinks, damn, I didn't do anything different. What's going on?" <laughs> I really sounds th-
1: like he's your first customer for your fleeting judgments course. Ooh. There you go. He's got
0: money, so <laughs> Fleeting judgments. Oh, uh, it's gonna be
1: a great session. <laughs> Couldn't you just see it where Drew's like leading some like guided meditation of judgment? He's got the oh, voice yeah. for it and everything. It would be perfect. Yeah, it'd be really <laughs> good. It'd be absolutely terrible. I don't know. My money's on good. You come upon a stream. And there are people there. Fuck 'em. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: uh, good stuff. I like where this is going.
1: <laughs> That's a different course.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yikes. Dave, hmm, he's a good dude. Yeah, he is. He, uh, I'll t- I don't, t- I don't know if we've told it on the podcast. So, Dave's wife is a cancer nurse, <laughs> and he came out to smoke cigars with us. She was there as well, mm. and uh, so back in back in the day, Mo could like put back some cigars in an evening mm-hmm. and Dave decided his his first time smoking a cigar. He was going to try to finish the cigar before Mo. <laughs> oh no. So I think he got pretty sick the next day or he later sure that did. evening. Uh, but yeah, he was trying to Hoover this fucking cigar mm-hmm. against Can't Mo. <laughs> Dave doesn't listen to this podcast, but if he did, I'd tell him, don't show up to work looking like shit, Dave. You yeah, know, Dave. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't do yeah, it. Have a little self-respect. Jeez. Get, get your shit together, Dave. <laughs> uh, we like to have a good time at work. Here's Here's the deal. I know, I know everybody's judging me, but we, everybody, no one is off limits. Everyone gives everyone else shit. Everyone. Everyone gets, everyone uh, gives. It's a mutual give and take of shit. Mm
1: -hmm. It's a human centipede of workplaces. It is. Mm -hmm.
0: It is. And you know what? Everybody speaks very highly of things and uh loves it. Well that's good. That is good. Is that it, Cal?
1: i mean i I literally brought zero topics to the the podcast, so you're, we actually did pretty good.
0: You're our topic, man.
1: I know fell down on the job
0: yeah, the whole podcast relies on you
1: well we, I mean we made it our hour <laughs> here, so I feel like that. that actually worked pretty yeah. good we, yeah we got we got into some stuff
0: we did.
2: Oh, by the way, none of this is investment advice. So we make that clear.
1: Oh, if you thought it was anybody, you are <laughs> yeah. sorely mistaken about about yeah. everything in your life. <laughs> Not sure you should take our advice about most anything.
0: That's probably true.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't think they, they do. You you guys know about working out. I would take your advice on that. Mm. Mo probably has some financial stuff I'd take advice on, maybe some cigar advice. Outside of that, I, I don't know that we're the <laughs> role models for everything.
0: What uh, what kind of martial arts do you do,
1: or did you? I don't do anything now. I did taekwondo.
0: So taekwondo. How far did you get?
1: I got a black belt. Oh, you do. Yeah.
0: So you're a you still practice?
1: No. It's been a minute.
0: You should. You should. Get, are you going to get into it with the kids?
1: I don't know if they want to. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of it is follow their interest, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that parent that pushes them into the thing oh, they no. fucking oh, hate, but they can't tell you they hate it.
0: I just figured they'd like to be like you. I, I don't know. We'll see.
2: Yeah. That's a great thing to get into.
0: Yeah, it is. Any of that. Yeah. Something really is.
1: Yeah, it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Confidence, discipline. Yeah. Physically, mentally, it's all good shit. hmm
0: Well, boys. Mo's well, got Mo's got one more topic, I bet.
1: Nope. Smoke yeah. like a sultan.
0: Smoke man young. Smoke young, Do it.
1: Mo, what are you smoking though? You sounded like you had something in your mouth.
2: <laughs> uh, I am <laughs> smoking a test blend. Ooh,
0: how's that going?
1: It's good. Your own test blend or like somebody else's? No. Patina's.
0: The big T's. Mm-hmm. Is it You didn't tell us anything about it? Yeah, is it is it the same blend but a different size, or is it a different blend?
2: No, different blend. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's a vinyl wrapper. How's it smoking? How's it smoking right now? How's it smoking?
2: Well, it's about 30 days old. Yeah. So, obviously a little young, but you can get an idea of where it might go. Yeah. So, we'll see. See if it may. I got a few more to test yet, but this is just the first one. A few iterations, if you will.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you can't go with the first one. No.
1: X, I mean, well, maybe,
2: actually maybe you do the first one <laughs> yeah. yeah so this is based off of something else that I was doing when I was last there so we'll see this shit like I said before man I don't know how people just come out with shit like rapid fire this shit takes time yeah. it
1: takes time if you're the one doing and,
2: it you know and yeah well yeah there's that but it no man I I take it very seriously to to put your name on something. All right? It's a that's big deal. Good. That's good. So not everybody uh, man, somebody asked me the other day, I said, look, not everyone's gonna like the cigars, but nobody cannot appreciate the quality. You know, mm-hmm. that that's kinda how I look at it. So that's the goal. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because are subjective, my friends.
0: Next week, gentlemen. You got it. We'll All be right. back. All right, guys. See ya. Cheers. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sultans of smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions or comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.